Welcome to yet another edition of Hit the Target podcast, proudly brought to you by Hollywood Bets. I'm your host, Jesse Nagel. This week, discussing all things Hollywood Bets Super League. Of course, it is the return of uh, women's soft light in South Africa. And yet to discuss the action with me is um, Hollywood Bets' soccer sponsorship coordinator. Did I get that right, Indira? Yes, Indira yes. Albuquerque is in studio. Indira, welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Um, it's all about women's football today. Hashtag women in sports. Uh, talk to me about the Super League this weekend. Um, of course, the Hollywood Bet Super League starts now. What's what's different this time around compared to last season? Um, so thanks for having me once again. Mm. Um, we're excited for the league to kick off. Um, what's different this season is the promotion relegation has started. So last season we had the two teams, uh, Tanami Queens and Golden Ladies, being relegated. Mm. This season we're seeing a Gauteng team, mm-hmm. so uh, Tux, University of Pretoria, mm-hmm. and then Copper Belt from Limpopo, mm-hmm. which um, it's actually great to see that there are now three teams in Limpopo showing the, the level of um, competitiveness in mm-hmm. Limpopo's big, behind Gauteng, obviously. Um, so, yeah. And since the start of the Hollywood Bet Super League, uh, how long has it been running now? Three Seasons? Yes. Three seasons. Four seasons. Four, Four, three this, seasons. This will be the fourth. Four Hollywood bets, three seasons. Mm. And uh, how's the crowd been, in your opinion? What's your take on how women's football has grown since Hollywood bets' involvement? I think um, teams are quickly realizing that they need to professionalize how they do things, whether it be the training facilities, training mm. in general, um, admin, um, everything behind the scenes. Uh, I think teams are becoming a lot more competitive mm-hmm. before um, you could easily say which team is going to win a fixture. Um, last season in particular, we saw a lot of, um, well, not a lot, not a lot, but uh, challenges for Mamelodi Sundowns, mm-hmm. um, them being the reigning champions for the third time in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, but this season, I feel like is going to bring a lot more upsets. Um, it's going to be a lot more exciting. Um, a new acquisition in the league as mm-hmm. well. I know we'll, we'll chat about that, but yeah. Yeah, um, let's get straight into it. Then uh, talk to me about the new acquisition. Um, I know who you're referring to, but the listeners need to know exactly who you're talking about. So TX, TS Galaxy mm-hmm. have decided to come into the mix. Um, amazing news. Yeah, amazing news, definitely. Um, it's good to see that there are men's teams who want to adopt or not adopt, but start a women's mm-hmm. team, you know, under their belt. I think um, as much as we want to say that, you know, we're not comparing women's football to men's football, mm-hmm. but um, it just shows that there are men out there and who want to progress women's football and, mm. and help with that growth. Um, and because women's football is um, underfunded, um, it does help with the, you know, the financial backing, you know, for the players mm. in the team. So they purchased Vasco. Uh, so Vasco is not in the league anymore. But um, you know, with all the transfers, there are a few players who have now joined TS Galaxy, and yeah, there's been a lot of moves, um, rumors, and unconfirmed, confirmed. But I think this team is really gonna going to do well this season. Mm, and um, of course, CS Galaxy joining the likes of uh, Sundance Ladies. Is there a call for more 
teams in the PSL, for more men's teams in the PSL division to kickstart their own ladies' teams now? I mean, definitely. I think it, it does inject um, a bit of investment into the women's game. Mm-hmm. Um, it also just solidifies the fact that, you know, the game is for men and women mm-hmm. and um, women should be able to play and not have to worry about other financial obligations or, you know, responsibilities and having a second job and all of that. So mm-hmm. that in, in all, in essence, that's, that's the final goal to have women playing and being able to be paid to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so having males teams come on board really does, you know, help with the investment, the finances, um, sponsorships becomes more attractive for more corporates to come on board. Mm. Um, and then it also brings, um, you know, new sets of eyes, new set of audience. You mm-hmm. know, uh, we have now the men's who, or the men who are watching men and women mm-hmm. who are watching TX, TS galaxy, Mamlodi Sundowns, the men's team mm-hmm. can also now switch to the women's team, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's quite interesting. And I'm personally, I've enjoyed, uh, the growth of women's football, but right now the year is what twenty twenty three has just started. Um, how far is the gap at the moment? Would you say between uh, women and men's football? Um, the gap is still very far. Mm. Um, even if we look, take it to Europe, um, where women's football is a lot more developed than where we find in Africa, there's still a big gap. Mm. Um, but I think for us is we just need to focus on taking that next step for women's football and not look and compare to where we are in comparison to the men's football. We know, you know, PSL started somewhere and it took years for PSL to get where it is. So, um, it might take a little bit longer for women's football to get to where we want it to be. Mm -hmm. But as long as we continually you know, progressing, doing things that um, will create, you know, people to want to come to the stadium, to want to watch the games, uh, to speak about a journalist, create a community mm. for that. I think that's... Let's put a timeline on it then. What's, how long until we can see women's football at the highest level um, in the country? Um, of course, we see now the men's football... You know, we've got the dominance of Sundowns, which is happening with the women's football as well. So there is parallels between the two um, genders. But what is the vision? How long until, you know, women's football is where Indira wants women's football to be? Sure, that's a good question. Um, honestly, I I have, I have no clue. Mm. But Is it decades? Are we decades away from where women's football should be? Well, just to give up just a example, Sassel yeah. have been Banyana sponsors for just over a decade yeah. and they recently won the AFCON. Mm. So that just shows like from where they started the investments into the women's game, it took a really long time. Mm-hmm. But I think the way things are moving now um, in the society we find ourselves in, uh, things are moving a lot faster. Mm. Um, we can achieve things a lot faster. I think um, I would say give it another five years. Mm. Not going to say that every player will be getting paid, but yeah. um, and not having to work. But majority, we'll see majority of 
players and teams being able to afford players in terms of mm. giving them some sort of you know um monetary value to be able yeah. to live and all of that talk to me about because of course we've seen your social media your pictures your post your images outside the Plainford uh, community stadium the Chiete community stadium um you took the Sundance ladies there yes. not too long ago why yeah. so as a Hollywood bets we we really wanted to get invested or involved in the women's game and find ways you know how can we enrich the investment mm. and it doesn't necessarily mean that you know give prize money and all that because that is already there mm-hmm. what what more can we do what how can we change the perception of players um of coaches um so we decided to take the 2021 um individual award winners to have a Brentford experience. Mm-hmm. I think for us um having partners like that is important because we can then merge different um relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's a relationship with the Football Asso- South African Football Association and Brentford, you know, bring it together. Um so they were afforded a trip to go and watch um Brentford take on Burn- Bournemouth. Mm. um to the stadium luckily it was a good result yeah <laughs> that's right one of the players did say that um because <laughs> it would have been very awkward but um yeah just to for them to experience you know a different version of let's say mm. you know Europe because the, some of the players have played overseas they've played abroad um they represented banyana and played in these in the UK before but um it's giving a different perspective that they normally wouldn't get yeah. um so yeah so is it just them watching the game with Brentford pretty much so they got the personalized tour of the mm. GTX stadium um you got to sit like in the conference rooms mm. and like all of that VIP VIP tour. <laughs> <laughs> um and then just going to see the training facility i think it also just opens up the mind and the the vision of you know some of the players to say that this is what i want to aspire to or mm. want to aspire to be in the environment mm-hmm. at um so yeah did they train with any of the Brentford players so they then also train with the Brentford ladies team mm. um the Brentford ladies team do play in the fifth tier in england. england in england yeah so the ladies were did they win <laughs> they were mixed they were mixed um but uh the coaches were highly impressed they mm. were ready to sign them but then i mean they. initiatives like this um from the sponsors hollywood bets shows that it it kind of keeps the door open or opens the door wider for players to move um abroad and showcase their talent because i don't think there's a shortage of talents in the country it's just a case of how they get to showcase that on, on yeah. what stage and which platform um and a move like that to Brentford um of course 50 in England who cares it's it's international it's it's a stepping stone it's it's showing yourself on an international stage yeah. and i'm sure that's something the players could only dream of no definitely and i think also the important thing to take from it is yes we aspire or we see these um european footballers top top footballers women footballers and um we tend to as you know not the grade but mm. think that we are lesser than or we can't be at the same level but um i think they also realize that they can and yeah. they were outshining 
all the players, you okay. know, at the at the at the training. So I think it just also shows that they are capable. They do have the capabilities. They mm-hmm. have the ability. They they just need to get that opportunity to to get there. Amazing. You you mentioned that was for the twenty twenty one winners. Yes. Um, what's in store for the twenty twenty two winners? So for the twenty twenty two winners, we oh, of course are Sundowns again. Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, individual players, they are two of them that are the same from 2021. So they get to go on a trip for the second time. Mm. Lucky them. Um, but we are looking to take them to have a La Liga experience. Mm. Um, what will make it different this time is, uh, we are trying, so we, with our partners, La Liga, mm. who have also been really great in, you know, creating that leverage, um, and a great working relationship. They are assisting us in getting also a training session with one of the top teams mm, wow. in in the the league in in Spain. So I think what makes it different is will be the level of football. Um, I think it will be a lot more competitive this time for them yeah. and a greater opportunity for you know any scout or any coach to see any talent that mm. they might want and yeah. That's that's quite incredible. When is that planned for? So we are currently just finalizing the women's football calendar mm-hmm. with the association, um, just to make sure that um, we making them travel in a time that is convenient to them. We don't want them to, you know, lose out on any important match days or anything. Mm-hmm. And because it's also a very big year for Banyana with the World Cup, mm, um, there are players who are in the national team setup, so we we wouldn't want to. Um, interrupt that i'm sure your calendar needs to be available <laughs> as well <laughs> are you going to the world cup um at the moment no mm. not that i know of. i'm glad you said at the moment <laughs> at the moment <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it would be great to go um i think uh any world cup experience is a mm. fantastic experience um i have been to a fifa women's world cup already so it's not something that i need Tick off my bucket list. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't go representing South Africa, did you? I did. Was that not when you? Uh, it was the first time South Africa qualified for the FIFA World Amazing. Cup. Amazing, but you also went um, not so long ago um, as Brazil's translator. Yeah. So, <laughs> why are you exposing all my jobs here? <laughs> it's quite incredible. No, I'm- <laughs> Just going through the CV and it's amazing. Um, yeah. So I got the opportunity to be the team liaison officer for the Brazilian national team when they came to that's amazing play a friendly against Banyana. So that was a real eye opener just to see how they work behind the scenes, the mm. professionalism. Um, it's absolutely incredible. So I'm, I'm glad that actually came up then because you've seen Brazil's national team. And I think Brazil, um, in terms of women foot in women's football, that can be seen as the pinnacle to the level that you'd want to reach. And you've seen that firsthand. Um, you've seen the inside of the outside, the outskirts of it. You've seen the outskirts and inskirts of women's football in the country as well. So you can kind of measure the two and see how far the two are away from each other. Yeah. Um, so wait, what's your question? How big is that gap? The gap is, there is still quite a significant mm. gap. Um, just by, yeah, there is quite a significant gap, I will say. Mm. Um, I think. So South Africa have no chance of winning the World Cup. You've just lost Not really. Anything happens in football. Mm. <laughs> um, but what I will say is, you know, a solution to that is, 
um, you know, countries like that just put a lot of backing behind the women's game. And I mm. think that's what we need to do. Um, we need to push it a lot more. We need to be a lot more ferocious with, you know, our campaigns, with um, bringing people down, passing on the message um, and just making it attractive so that investors would want to come and, you know, invest in it. So, um, yeah, they just, they really, really passionate about elevating that sport. Mm, um, the Hollywood Super League does start this weekend. Is there anything you're looking forward to this season? Is there anything that you enjoy doing or any activity around the Hollywood Super League that just sparks an interest in your life? Um, is there a specific team, a specific player you're looking I forward to see? I can't say that because <laughs> I've come from the Super League. I've played for one of the teams. So, mm. you know, I have to be fair. Switzerland. Um, <laughs> but I think, honestly, because um, with some of the games, we do have live uh, televised games on SABC One mm-hmm. and SABC Sport. So when we have, you know, a double header on the same day, um, I do like to make a call of action for people just to come to the stadium. Yeah. At least you're not catching just one game. It's mm. two games that are there that are live. Um, so we, we like to bring, you know, that element of excite, excitementness mm. into the game. Um, great build up, you know, it's good football, definitely good football. I think with quite a few people I've spoken to, um, they always turn around and say, I, I didn't realize that women, Play like that. <laughs> so I don't know if I should, you know, you don't know if to take it as a compliment or not, but um, mm. it just shows that, you know, if you just make it aware to people mm. and give them opportunity to watch it, they, they will definitely enjoy it. Indeed. It's, it's been fun having you on the podcast. Of course, I'm looking forward to the Hollywood Super Leagues. Um, hopefully our listeners and viewers out there are also looking forward to um, women's top flights in the country. Before we wrap it up, mm. I'll put you on the spot. Of course. What are you? What are your? Who's your team backing? Mm. And what are you looking forward to this season? I like dominance, so I I'm looking forward to seeing the Sundowns ladies. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing um, a couple of the players uh, playing as well. Uh, players who returned from the trip to see what difference it's made since then. Whether it kind of takes their game up, whether they're looking to chase more individual awards again uh, but to answer your question i'm definitely looking forward to seeing sundance ladies in action um richmond united beware <laughs> this weekend um sundance ladies i'm enjoying what the men are doing the women are doing that club on the whole is just um setting south africa alight and I, I like what they're doing they're not leaving anyone behind um especially the women so um yeah that's 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 my take on Sanans, ladies. But yeah, if you're out there listening, um, there is a 200 rand betting voucher up for grabs. All you got to do is let us know what you're looking forward to um, this weekend in the Hollywood Bet Super League. Let us know. And if your comment does hit the target, you could walk away with a 200 rand betting voucher courtesy of Hollywood Bets. Um, also courtesy of Hollywood Bets is Indira Albuquerque. Indira, such an honor to have you discussing women's football. Yeah, discussing the Hollywood Bet Super League. And... Uh, Let's hope for many more successes to come. No, definitely. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you. Cheers.